Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today we're talking about a really, really interesting remedy. Actually, it's three remedies, but they're all remedies made from a magnet. So these remedies are known as what we call imponderables. And I know we've talked about this briefly in the past when we we talked about sarcodes and ozodes and imponderables. I don't know, maybe a year or so ago. Anyway, we're going to talk about them in a little bit more detail here. So this is these are the imponderable magnetis remedies, okay? So with that, we have magnetis pull ambo, which is a homeopathic remedy made from being exposed to both poles of a magnet because you have the north and the south pole. So magnetis pole ambo is the remedy of both poles. And then we also have magnetis pole arctis and arctis is the north pole. And we have magnetis pole ost or australis, which is the south pole. So there are slight differences between the different poles or the use of both poles. So we're going to talk about that and I'm going to read to you a little bit about what John H. Clark has written in his book. He actually has really good records from the use of magnet. And Hahnemann, um, Samuel Hahnemann, the inventor of homeopathy, he actually did some work with, with the magnets himself. So we'll talk about that a little bit. But I can honestly say that I have, over the past few years, used the homeopathic remedy Magnetis Pull Ambo when... I started to find out how we're really, really affected by all the electric, the electromagnetic fields around us. And of course, you know, even little babies that are being given ultrasounds with, you know, in utero, they're every, we're affected from the time before we're even born. And then we have all of the electricity. We live in houses just chuck full of electricity. Some houses have stray voltage. I mean, it's just constant. Now we have the Wi-Fi. We have electrical wires running across the entire planet. We have radio waves and television streaming and you name it. We're exposed to everything. Now, obviously, our bodies, being as smart as they are, they do evolve and they get used to it to a certain extent. But it's still all of these constant electromagnetic waves are constantly making our bodies work harder, okay? So it's really nice when I have someone who they just announce that they're so angry for the day. Okay, I can honestly admit when I'm angry, I just think it's because everybody else around me. (laughs) But if I see someone else and they're angry, I'll say, what's going on? Why are you so angry today? I don't know, will be their answer. I reach for the remedy, this Magnetis Pole Ambo. It's both, it's the remedy made from both poles of the magnet. It is amazing how it will help to bring balance to this person. And so, like I said, I never recognize it in myself because if I'm angry, it's because of somebody else, right? (laughs) Anyway, 
it's a really, really good remedy for that. So I know these imponderables, these three remedies are in my, my new book. And, you know, and like I said, it's, I don't have a huge description of them, but I do have the clinicals listed and what the mindset is of each of these remedies. It's kind of interesting because with the magnetis pole ambo, we have anything from colic, coma, constipation, cough, diarrhea, dyspnea, that shortness of breath, fainting, flatulence, headaches, hemorrhage, hemorrhoids, orchitis, pains, paraphimosis, prolapsed anus, rheumatism, toothache, ulcers, vertigo, wounds. So pretty much anything, right? Well, you, you have to understand that if a person has a disposition to any of these weaknesses, the fact that if they're exposed to magnetic forces, it can actually cause any of these symptoms to exacerbate. I know I did a podcast, the EMF podcast, not too long. Well, that's been a couple years ago too. But I, I was talking about how like the mag labs that they have set up around the world, there's nine known mag labs that, you know, different countries admit to. <laughs> in this country, I think we have three in the United States. And they, there was a report done in 2017 when they had the mag lab in Florida and they fired that up. And you have to remember a mag lab is just a huge magnet. Okay. And it explained in this article, and I, like I said, I think it's on the printable, everything for that podcast. I, I'm pretty sure it was a podcast. It might've been a mini training. I don't know. Anyway, in 2017, they took, they fired up this mag lab. They wanted to see what would happen if they fired it up. Now let's back up just a little bit. We know that as the world rotates, there's that there's the there's the magnetic core okay and as the world gravitate rotates it literally is identical to 50 tesla so tesla we we measure electrical magnetic force by tesla and so as the world spins it's equivalent to 50 tesla and when they fired up that mag lab in florida just to experiment they went to 36 or 37 tesla birds dropped out of the sky there was all sorts of repercussions from having fired up that mag, that huge magnet to that level of force. So we know that birds drop out of the sky. <laughs> Can, what does it do to us? Obviously, we're not as sensitive. That's why they take birds down in the, in the coal mines, you know, if they die because they can't breathe. And we know we have to get out of there too, because birds are hyper, hypersensitive. They sense things far before they even actually happen. They can feel it coming. But I just, it's just to give you the example of how we are actually affected. We may not know it. We may not feel it ourselves because we're not that sensitive, but it happens. It's just like, I remember we went to Australia and we flew back again. I didn't notice so much on the way there, but when we came back, I had, when we landed, I had, uh, we were on the, like one of the largest planes. It was what they call the bus. It was from Qantas Airlines. It was huge. It was like three floors. It was crazy big airplane and you know when you take off and land you can't even really feel anything because the plane is so big but when we landed I looked at my water bottle and here it had been about it was about a third full and that water bottle crushed and um, I look what the heck I says to my my kids I says what the heck why is my water bottle crushed and they says mom that's why you get jet lag so bad you can't feel it and you know our bodies can't feel what's going on but yet that pressure that even that water bottle felt the pressure, but I couldn't feel it, but my insides felt it. And so that's another example of how when we're exposed to things, we don't really, we can't feel it, we can't sense it necessarily, but it's happening to our person, all right? So 
the thing is, is when we're exposed to the magnet, it, we, we think it's kind of fun. As kids, we'd love to play with magnets, and that's a really low potency type play with our body, right? The thing is, is like if you're exposed to the full magnet, um, mentally, you might have irresolution, you might feel hurried, you might feel heedless or forgetful, you might talk out loud without being aware of it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I do that all the time, but I've always done that. Um, and I might have a tendency to anger and rage. And so that's why I say this is the remedy I reach for when someone is just seemingly angry for no reason. I mean, if they have a good reason, obviously the remedy is not going to help them. But if they just feel angry. And um, so it's really good to think of for that. Now, if I go, if I read about the magnet in John H. Clark, it's really interesting because it says the effect of the magnet as a whole and of each pull separately was tested by Hahnemann. And the symptoms are mainly from this pathogenesis. In his preface, he says he does not expect ordinary mechanical, materialistic, and atoministic heads to be able to regard diseases as immaterial alterations of the vitality or pure dynamic derangements of our state of health. And medicinal powers are merely virtual, almost spiritual forces. But he asks how they can reconcile with their materialistic notions the fact that a single imponderable spark from a laden jar gives a shock to the strongest man, and yet no ascertainable ponderable substance is communicated to his body. Okay, so uh, the, what they call the laden jar, that is actually, here, let me explain that a little bit further. The laden jar is an electrical component which stores high voltage electrical charge from an external source between electrical conductors on the inside and outside of a glass jar. It typically consists of a jar with metal foil cemented to the inside and the outside surfaces as a metal terminal projecting vertically through the jar lid to make contact with the inner foil. It was a, the original form of the capacitator, in other words, the condenser. It was the invention by a German cleric, Ewald George von Keist and Peter von Muschenbrock of Leiden. So Leiden was the place. So they, they named the invention after the city. But it's basically the first type of battery, you know, because they were able to store electrical charge in this jar. So that's pretty interesting, right? So Hahnemann did ponder how this Leiden jar can give a shock to the strongest man, and yet he can't figure out how it's doing it. Of the symptoms of the schema, he says, they occurred from the various powerful magnets brought in contact with the various sensitive individuals without distinction of the poles. They were observed in experiments conducted for half a year for the purpose of ascertaining the proper and most efficacious mode of stroking the steel with magnets in which a horseshoe magnet capable of lifting a weight of 12 pounds was held in the hands which were in contact with both poles for an hour at a time. With additional symptoms from four other doctors, <laughs> uh, Andri, Thoret, Unzer, and Deharsu, although each of the poles presents something particular in its power of altering the human health, yet each of them seems, when applied twice or oftener, to produce alternating actions which resemble those of the opposite pole. For curative purposes, Hahnemann recommended a very much milder application of the magnet. The, pop the popular use of electric rings for rheumatism is analogous to this. The method of attenuating media saturated with emanations from the magnet does not seem to have occurred to Hahnemann. Clark says in his own experience with magnets, he is confined to the 
to Magpul Ost, 2M. But that is sufficient to give me confidence in prescribing attenuations of these remedies when their indications arise. The leading symptoms of magnet are burning lanciations throughout the body, pains as if broken in the joints, where cartilages of two bones touch, shootings and jerkings, disturbed sleep, headache as if a nail were driven in. The symptoms are worse for motion and upon waking. The toothache is worse from cold and on contact with anything cold. It is worse from touch and pain in the joints. It is better for heat and uncovering. So that's kind of a description of Magpul Ambo. And it's kind of interesting that Hahnemann played with that, but he, again, at that time, nobody really understood elect- like the electrical currents and what was going on within the man's body. And even today, it's still kind of a mystery. And a lot of people will laugh. They say, oh my gosh, <laughs> what do you mean you're affected by a magnet? You know, so you can take it with a grain of salt, but it, these provings are really, really interesting. And I have taken so many angry people and given them this remedy and they just, they cheer right up. Okay. It is, it's quite fascinating actually. Okay. So if we move on to Magpul Arctis, which is the North Pole of a magnet, we have the clinicals amenorrhea, clairvoyance, constipation, cough, flatulence, nosebleed, salivation, you know, saliva, (laughs) sleep, disturbed sleep, sleepwalking, toothache, cracking of the vertebrae, vertigo. It's really interesting. And here, instead of angry, they tend to be more submissive and mild. Hesitation, they might be restless, anxious, irresolution, followed by prompt execution, peevish, sensitive to noises, weakness of memory, tendency to make mistakes in writing, loss of ideas. So these people tend to sit, even maybe they might even be inclined to weep with shivering. So this is a totally different picture. And like I said, this is the North Pole of a magnet. And if we look and read about what Clark talks about, the North Pole of a magnet here, he says that these symptoms were obtained by applying it in the region of the fourth and sixth dorsal vertebrae at a distance of four or five fingers, breadth from the body. A number of well-characterized symptoms were experienced in the teeth and jaws There was swelling and heat and redness of one cheek. Swan reports this case cured Mrs. We'll call her Mrs. S. She was 31, blonde, had pain in the left lower jaw as if it was out of joint. It was worse in the morning and upon moving it. The sensation as if the head of the bones were squeezed and crowded into the socket. Magpul arced 1M cured this pain in her jaw. Sensations of coldness were marked. There was coldness where the magnet is applied. The eyeball feels cold, as if there were a lump of ice in the socket. On the other hand, there is a a sensation as if the blood was rushing toward the point touched by the magnet. One symptom of the proving occurred in a half-waking state. This person suggests an approach of somnambulism, in other words, sleepwalking. He thinks out a difficult subject in the best form of a foreign language. But when awake, he cannot remember distinctly the subject. Several provers complained of faintness. One had the sensation of dryness and lightness in the body with a want of strength. Felt very, very weak, in other words. Sensation as if the scalp altered, adhered to the skull. So that's really, really interesting. Um, Very specific. And like I said, this, this is a very mild form, but definitely has issues with the the jaw and the teeth. 
we could go on and we could go through each and every one of these these clinicals but it is it is very interesting like I said I have actually I don't even think to use this for persons with a pain in the jaw um, but after reading this in more detail I will definitely consider this remedy if I have someone like that I have I can honestly say plantain is the plantago is made from the home the herb plantain and that's the first thing I usually think of when I have someone with tooth pain or pain in the jaw that trigeminal nerve pain in the in the face but definitely for today because we're so exposed to all these electrical magnetic forces this is definitely something to consider I guess I you know <laughs> nobody knows everything right so it's just fun to sit and chat about these different remedies and how they have been used and we have to stop and think about this these remedies here were proven how over 100 years ago so it's really really interesting it's not something that's going to go away and it, it during that time in history there was not a lot of cause to have to be exposed you know they weren't exposed to any sort of magnetic forces like we are today all right let's move on let's talk about our third magnet remedy and this is magnetus pole ost australis this the south pole of a magnet and this remedy is very interesting when it comes to the the clinicals we have the most famous of all of the clinicals for the south pole of a magnet is the ingrown toenails. You can take anyone with an ingrown toenail or the disposition to an ingrown toenail and you can give them this remedy in like a 200C. Amazing. It is so amazing how this remedy will heal ingrown toenails and that it will get rid of the disposition to have ingrown toenails. It's very, very, it's super, super interesting. Uh, easy dislocations of the joints, cough, frostbite, palp palpation, palpitation of the heart, hernias, uh, the sensation of levitation, menorrhagia, and varicose veins. Um, so it's really interesting. I just, I love this remedy. It's, it's really a good one to have on hand. And again, with the mind, we have changeable moods. So with the ambo, with both poles, we have anger. With the north pole, we have mildness. And now with the south pole, we have changeable moods. Capricious, abrupt, irritable, inconsistency, irresolution, indecisive, confused, wandering thoughts, absent-minded, indifference, apathy, aversion to work, anxiety with fear, easily frightened, fear of people, timidity. So you can see the, the differences here between the different poles. Uh, this, can this is great for effects of ailments from anger, vexation, or emotional excitement. If we read what John Clark has written, he says, I have cured so many cases of ingrowing toenails with Magpul Ost 2M, he uses a 2M, that I invariably give it the first place when there are no symptoms plainly indicating another remedy. Here are the symptoms in Hahnemann's schema, which led to their use. He says, sore pain on the inner side of the nail of the big toe when walking, as if a nail had grown into the flesh on the side, very painful and being slightly touched. And the shoe presses on the toes and on the nail of the big toe when walking, as from corns. The accurate response to these symptoms on the part of the attenuated Magpul Ost proved to me the possibility of attenuating and so fixing this imponderable for use of, as an ordinary homeopathic remedy. Swan has collected a number of cases from different authors, and he names them here. And he says that Miss X had for three weeks aching in the middle front of her left lower leg 
where she has varicose veins for eight months when standing or when the leg is hanging down, removed by placing it horizontally. She frequently felt of, as if hot water were running down the affected part, but only when the leg was down, at times throbbing when the leg hung down. Magpul asked 1M, one dose, the hot water feeling never returned, the pain ceased in two days. Pinching, squeezing sensations, and bruised pains predominate. Faint, faintness comes on when walking and is worse when sitting. There is great rush of blood to the brain early in the morning in bed. The symptoms are worse when walking in open air, worse when sitting, and worse hanging the limb down. Like I said, if, if you think of this remedy for no other reason than just varicose veins or hangnail or toenail, ingrown toenail, then it's still worth having on hand. I've always used this in a 200C and had great luck, but the 1M is definitely an interesting potency. All right, folks, you know, it's not a lot of information, but it's good information. And I hope that this just really helps to expand your idea of homeopathy and the use of homeopathy. It's so much fun. I just love it a lot. And we have the, the printable in our members corner for anyone who is interested in that. <laughs> okay. All right, everyone. I really appreciate being you being here with me today, and I've, I've enjoyed this podcast. This was a really fun one. Okay. May God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com. Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.